0: Welcome to Mint, my name is Adam Levy, and I'm going to be showing you how the creators of today are building the communities of tomorrow by harnessing the power of Web3. This episode welcomes Silencia, a Puerto Rican songwriter and musician who growth hacked his way through Spotify Playlist and now has landed in the world of Web3. He's the creator of the social token EQUIS, and more recently launched a crowdfunding campaign on Mirror to bootstrap the birth of Infinite. An immersive multimedia album and digital art experience that will grow in real time as fans engage with the product this was a really fun episode to record specifically because we discussed all sorts of things from playlist building to social tokens to how to incentivize the community the relationship between labels and investors in the future uh how he manages two different social tokens how he sees the future of web3 playing out and so much more i hope you enjoy this conversation silencia welcome to mint my friend how are you doing thank you for being on
1: good good thank you for having me i'm excited my first crypto uh, nft podcast so super dope to be here thank you for the interview. let's
0: go yeah man thank you thank you for taking the time i'm excited to have you on i'm excited to feature feature you on season four uh i've been watching you enter the web three space and mess around and throw all these crowdfunds how You doing? How does it feel? Welcome to Web3. I know you, you you just transitioned in, right? And which is also primarily why I wanted to have you on. Uh, yeah, man, how's it going?
1: It's amazing. I mean, the support that I got, like, by the way, like, I, I this earlier this year I launched my social token through Rally. Um, and then I sold a few NFTs, one of ones on Catalog Works, and it all basically aligned towards me putting out this crowdfund, which I was basically. I've been exploring for some time now. Like it's been living in my head for a while uh, since I want to say since like 2018. Uh, So I've been wanting to crowdfund through crypto, through blockchain for, you know, for that long. So I kind of like naturally transitioned. Like I gravitated to it because I've been in crypto since early 2017. So I'm new as a creator in the space, which by the way, I didn't expect like any kind of success or support as a creator. Like in my mind, I thought like, you know, maybe I, I can invest in crypto, and then I can take from that and invest in my career. You know, kind of keep self funding my career throughout the years. But um, you know, I made the transition like late last year, and I've just been putting in the work to get to a place where like people can kind of see how I'm navigating, and I'm trying to bring something uh, new to the space. I guess you know, yeah. for the most,
0: it, yeah, dude. And 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 I see it. I think. Well, you're the first Latin artist that I've supported, uh, that I've seen come across my feed that has like, we've engaged with different chats. But I guess before we even go into Rally, before we go into Mirror, before we go into the crowdfund, before we do any of that Web3 talk, who are you? Like, what does the world need to know about Silencia? And uh, explain your music to us as well and how you kind of got started in crypto.
1: Yeah, so uh, I've been in the music industry for about 10 years now. Um, I started off as a songwriter. I then started diving into more like the production side of things i actually like so i dropped out of high school i still got my diploma and i went to school for audio engineering so basically i grabbed from a little bit of everything the writing the production then engineering and i decided like all right music is my passion this is what i really want to do i want to be an artist and i started making my own music so basically fully on like self-sufficient like i'm here in my studio it's been like this since day one so i've been super active super consistent for you know just about that amount of time you know so it's been a few years of you know kind of hustling on the independent side like in the in the latin music like there's not that wave of like i'm independent i'm, I'm doing this like mm-hmm. it's, it's a part of my brand you know so it means a lot to me to kind of maintain ownership and i really believe in that you know independence yeah. right so um i've been doing it for you know for that long now you know it wasn't until like 2017, where I really saw the change because what happened was like I saw what was happening in Spotify and how reggaeton and Latin music was really exploding because of the playlist. So I decided to put out an album where it was basically like a playlist of different music, but I released it on a weekly basis. So I started dropping a song every Friday and things started to really pick up for me. So from there on, I just kept up with that consistency. And that's when my career really started to kind of take off to, Mm. you know, to some extent.
0: Oh, shit. I didn't know that about you. That's pretty yeah. cool. So you, you kind of like grow, growth hacked a lot of the play, playlist era, yeah. quote unquote, to kind of bring bring your career to life. Okay, cool. Interesting. Yeah. What was that like? What was that like building playlists? How, how'd you get listeners to that? Like, I know nothing about that world. So Man, what so did that I, look I like? How did you bring that to life?
1: Right. So it was 2016. I remember I was going through my numbers and I got a check for like a couple hundred dollars. And I was like, wait, like, what's happening here from the distributor. And what I noticed was that I got placed on a playlist um, uh, out in like Chile. It was like a reggaeton playlist. So it was like the top 100 reggaeton songs of the moment. And somebody featured me on there. So I was like, okay, I started taking notice, but that was 2016 before it really kind of took off. And then that's when I decided on that strategy of like, okay, let me, I've always, I've always like try to reimagine distribution, right? Like, I'm like, how am I going to stick out? You know, there's a lot of noise. A lot of people are Putting out music like every week you know so that was my way of saying like okay I'm here I'm here to stay and I'm here to put out you know great music so that's kind of how I kind of leveraged that and, and I built the playlist up and it was cool because it was like it was like my website at the time where it was a place where everyone can just go and just listen to my music so um, that's kind of how I treated it so instead of promoting the individual songs I promoted the playlist so I was able to get followers and get more placements mm. and pushing uh to, to get the music heard like all around.
0: Got it. Yeah. That's super cool. So when did you actually get into web three as a creator? Like what was that period? Yeah.
1: So I, so I would say, I always say like, uh, so I got into crypto like early 2017. I saw uh, what Yujo Music was trying to do at the time. And I thought that was interesting, but I didn't see it as like something that would benefit me as like a lion artist. Like I just didn't see it. A lot of the music was like, Instrumental or like electronic music, which is super dope. Like I follow that that movement a lot. Um, so then I kind of just kept researching. I kept learning. I kept seeing what was happening on Ethereum. That was like the ICO era, of course. And then I saw uh, Grammatic. He did a fundraise uh, on a, a a platform, and he was able to raise money to put out I think his next album or just fund his tour, just something along those lines. And I thought that was interesting. But I, again, I, I told myself like, you know what? Right now is not the time. So let me see if I can just stay on this for a few years. I was already, like, my conviction was in crypto was, like, super high by then. So, like, I said, let me wait and let me see what happens. I always told myself 2022, 2022, which was five years from there. So, I'm like, let me give myself five years, stay stay involved, stay active, which I kept it really low key. Like, if yeah. you go back to Twitter, you, you'll find, like, some crypto tweets. But, like, I had, like, a separate account for crypto where I would, like, follow VCs and traders and, like, the projects. And that's how I kind of stayed on top of everything. So then, uh, so I officially like last uh, I was I was part of Audius like 2019. So I would say maybe got it, kind of when I started that you know I was following them when they had like I think they had like two tokens. It was Audio and Loud, and then they kind of transitioned to Audio, and that's kind of how I started like my creator like because uh, I, I understood streaming so well that Audius just it clicked for me like right away.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes a lot of sense. So. Then that brings us, uh, I guess, to what you're doing right now, okay? Which is what I want to primarily talk about. So you have uh, your own social token. It's called what? Equis. If I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yeah. So it correctly,
1: this X in Spanish.
0: Okay, cool. That that shows you how <laughs> how illiterate I am <laughs> when it comes <laughs> to that. But all good, all good. Okay, it's on Rally Coin. Okay, on the Rally platform, and you also have uh, this new social token that you're putting out via mirror okay let's talk about rally for a minute okay um talk to me about the journey of becoming like a rally creator but more importantly like the process of issuing your first social token what did that look like what did that feel like tell me about that journey
1: yeah so i definitely took my time because i i found out about rally like last summer um i used to follow a lot of like the vc websites and stuff to see like where the smart money was going like what were they what were they involved in and I saw it on the Coinbase venture site. So I clicked on it. I'm like, what is this? It says something along the lines of creators. So it resonated with me. So I started researching Rally like deep. This was even before the network launched. So like I think I cold emailed them, like maybe when they launched or around the time they launched, which was which was like October, and they put out the ROI token. They launched the platform. And I started really researching, but I didn't actually launch until april of this year 2021 so it was for like from october to april i was doing my research just kind of figuring it all out i um i got approved on another platform but i i went with rally because like the onboarding process was to me it was super like personal it didn't feel like it, it just felt real right like i had to meet with mm-hmm. them like, it was email mm-hmm. but then we had a video call they onboarded me they told me the process the flow of everything so i decided to go with them because i saw that there was a, a, a strong community there and just the onboarding flow of it was was great. And it was really fast. You know, like they issued the token within a few days. I had my profile. I had everything set up. Um, and it happened right away. It was like around April or May that I that I launched, which at the time, Got the it. market actually took the dive <laughs> at the same time yeah. that I like. So that was interesting too.
0: How'd you get your first few holders? Like, how'd you get the first few uh silencia fans buying the token holding the token and then eventually building some type of utility around it right
1: for sure so i I put a lot of thought into like the use cases and the utility and i found that like if i focused on my super fans and the fact that a lot of them are out in latin america and like different like emerging markets and things like that people that don't have a lot of people that don't have prior crypto experience i thought like this was a more familiar experience like you sign up you create an account, you have a username and ID, and I can airdrop the token. So I started by airdropping. So I never promoted like buy the token or the sale of the token or anything like that. It was more like, do you want to be a part of this, get access to my Discord. Uh, Discord didn't move the needle for me at first. So I, I pivoted to WhatsApp. So I bought a new phone. I Interesting.
0: What- Wait, can we yeah. can we hold on that for a minute? Why, why yeah. don't you think Discord worked for you?
1: So I, I don't want to generalize But I think that like at the WhatsApp in Latin America is like the top like messaging platform. So like for example, all the producers I work with, uh, whether they're from Colombia, Chile, um, where else, Uh, Argentina, which is like one of my Uh my big producers that I work with, they use WhatsApp. That's how they communicate with like family, friends. So I had that idea in mind of like, okay, if I build a community, I can use a WhatsApp group. So it's like a WhatsApp Mm. business. So I decided to like focus on. So I have both the discord and the WhatsApp group and I use those two to kind of communicate. Got it. Uh, with fans. Yeah.
0: Got it. Okay. You were saying continue before, <laughs> before I cut you yeah, off. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. so I got them in with like airdrops. Um, I got in my collaborators, like my close team, the people that like, I trust, I brought those in first. And then over time I, I started like just really building up and showing that like, Hey, I didn't just do a token just to do it. Like I've been looking into this for some time. I believe in it. I know it's going to take me some time to grow it, but I think that like in rally, like a lot of people took note and they, you know, kind of gave me that like vote of confidence and they started becoming a part of like what I'm trying to do, you know, whether it was through supporting and holding my coin or just kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, just connecting with them. Right. Like I never really tell anyone like, Hey, buy the coin or anything, but, but I always yeah. say like, if you want some, I can airdrop you some, you know, I can send you yeah. some eggies, some you know?
0: Yeah. Why do, you, why do you believe in social tokens so much? You said, I believe in this. Like, why, yeah. why do you believe in this medium as a form to kind of build community? What does that mean to you?
1: Yeah, so I, I, I look at it like, I was always looking into, like one of my first startup ideas was basically like building a community through like uh, SMS, right? So at the time, okay. I, I didn't think there was anything like that until like community actually launched their app and like Super Phones mm. and things like that. And I felt like, Social media was going to get saturated. So, I was thinking that fans or or people would like to connect on a more intimate level with their favorite artist or celebrity or whatever it may be. So, like, that was a few years before even social tokens were a thing. So, like, that to me was just like, I gravitated towards that. I was like, this is a way of, Mm -hmm. like, instead of like having a Patreon where someone pays monthly, now they Mm -hmm. can kind of like be a part of the value that I'm creating over time. So, it's like, Instead of like a, a single transaction and it's like a one way thing, it's a it's a bilateral thing. Right. Where like you're, you're kind of part of my success as well. And like, yeah. I do that like contribute like anyone that contributes. I, I do bounties. I do rewards. I do airdrops. You know, you share my song on your Instagram stories and you can, you know, earn some of the eggies and then you're you're free to do with it, whatever you want to do with it. Um, so Got that's it. why like, I, I, I do believe in it. I was looking to build a fan club for some time, but it was either like a Facebook group or Patreon, you know. So I'm yeah. like, wait, like, you know, I'm passionate about crypto. I can have my social token. I can build it out this way. It's gonna take some time, but I'm gonna go for it. And that's that's kind of where my thought, my thought process was at at the time. Makes
0: makes sense. Can you talk to me more about like the utility framework to you use to to kind of build value beyond the monetary value, value for your holders, and how to incentivize yep. them to actually buy your, your, your first social token on rally. You mentioned Instagram stuff. You mentioned a a WhatsApp group Mm -hmm. chat. Talk, talk more about that.
1: That's I think that's what I'm excited about. Like I think bounties and like, I don't want to call them tasks, but like, you know, for some people it could be like, it could be a collaborator or like, you know, they, they create some content for me and I can like, you know, give them some coin for that, you know, and then they can also earn ROI because of the way that rally incentivizes holders on, on the platform. So that just adds, you know, a cherry on top to them supporting me. They could also earn RLY, which, you know, it takes like a little bit of education to kind of let people know like how it really works. But like, you yeah. know, if it's, if it's a, if it's a small group, you can kind of communicate that a little better. So I'm, I'm excited about bounties. I'm excited about, I want to throw a showcase here in my city. Like I mentioned in the infinite uh, crowdfund and part of that is like, I want to do tickets through Eki. So I want to do like a campaign you pay the ticket in ekis instead of using something like eventbrite for example so that's i think that's a good way of like saying like hey like th- that can bring value to to the token but it's also like it kind of it's I'm, I'm doing like that token gating thing where like you know you got to hold x to be a part of the show whether you have your own section like the vip section or, or whatever it may be so i'm excited yeah. about uh trying that out as well
0: yeah makes a makes a lot of sense you know One thing that I I think creators have a hard time figuring out is like how to get started. How do you you jump first into Web3? And more specifically, how do you do it in a way where off the bat, you can build an audience, off the bat, you can build a community and use your existing platform like on Web2 to onboard some of those users from social media Web2 into token gated Discord Web3 right which which i consider web3 three. web3 three is a whole nother beast right but like that's like one of the components of web3 right token gating communities how did you get your start like how did you overcome those hurdles like how did you kind of like find it in you to kind of be like okay i get it this is the first step like how did you make that transition you know what i mean because i feel like a lot of creators have that issue right of, of doing that it's, it's something that a lot of people talk about on twitter It's a lot of things uh, that sometimes like creators come and tell me like, yo, how do I get started? And you've seemed to have figured it out.
1: Yeah. I I think, I think it goes back to just like, uh, let's say you're a creator musician. Like you got to think about like your active, like community at the, at that moment, as well as like your art, whether it's music or you're an artist, like I think it goes down to fundamentals. Like you you go down to that foundation, the fundamentals. And if you have like amazing art or music or whatever it is, that's like what you want to focus on. So like, don't let like web three and everything that's happening kind of distract you from being in the studio and creating and making music. That's what I did in the summer. Like in the summer, if you notice, I, I didn't do a lot of minting, but I was doing a lot of researching and I was still working yeah. on like making music and things like that. Cause I said, okay, I, I need to focus on what's important and what's going to actually build my community, my audience, and give me kind of like that validation and say like, Hey, he's, you know, he's actually about it. He's not going off just the hype. Like he's actively working and, and, and trying to do that. So I, I still, you know, I still to this day, you know, I still have resistance where I kind of hesitate to do certain things because I'm still on that. Like, who's going to support this? Like, I'm Lat- I'm the only Latin, you know, reggaeton artist kind of yeah. doing this. I, I still feel that way, you know, like even with the crowdfund, like I said it in the tweet, like before I actually like tweeted all, I like stepped back for a second. and I was like, you know, am I going to really do this? Like, if I do this, like there's no going back. And, yeah. and that's what I do. And I just went through it. But I've always been I'm, I'm optimistic and I'm like super active. Like one of my phrases is the hustle never stops in Spanish. And, and it's been like that for the last few years. So to me, it was like, I want to make this happen. You know, I get a lot out of it. And, and again, going back to me being in crypto since 2017, I think that helped a lot. You know, so that put me at an advantage where like I, maybe I'm not the creator with the most sales or the most mints. But like the transition was easy i had my metamask i was already using eth i used a lot of different DeFi, you know protocols tokens like i've done a lot of research and and i think that's a part of it. it's like kind of take some time out to to learn the space you know like mm. and, and just get involved you know get active get involved and, and keep keep going you know
0: what's up guys adam levy here i wanted to take a quick pause to give some love to coinvice our nft sponsor who's making this episode a reality On Coinvise, you can create a personal or community-owned social token on Ethereum. Coinvise also helps you create incentives through token rewards and bounties, NFT business models, and bot integrations for Discord. Discover more by visiting coinvise.co today. Alright, back to the episode. Yeah, you know, one thing that comes to mind as you're talking about research getting involved the example that I like to use that that I keep like remembering when I had Daniel Allen on. Uh, if you're not familiar with Daniel Allen, for anyone who's not listening, go check out the episode with Daniel Allen. He's also going to be featured on season four talking about other stuff. But one thing that he did that was very different than many many others was before he did anything, before he tried to sell or before he tried to build a community around himself or anything like that, he got involved with other communities and embedded himself in all these different groups in online uh ecosystems via discord telegram twitter etc and got his name known around amongst different people right whether they be collectors other creators uh moderators etc etc and built up his name his his friendship his relationship i think it was like for six months before he even did anything right before he even decided like i remember he was telling me he was like um he's like what did he say? He was like, in the beginning, I was like, I was ready to go. I had everything up up front, ready to go to start the campaign. Uh, But I actually took two steps back, right? I was like, wait a minute, like, how am I going to get people to recognize me? How am I going to get this thing known? How am I going to get my name out there, etc? He took a very like boot uh, grassroots approach. That yeah, was yeah. The, that was right to kind of like bring this thing to life. So very, I think, I very think similar. Yeah, go that's
1: ahead. That's A lot of like independent artists, like I feel like A lot of us are, like, what they call the bedroom producer artists. It's DIY. It's grassroots. Like, we're bootstrapping. We're, like, self-funding. So I feel like (laughs) you bring that attitude and that hustle from Web 2 over to Web 3, and it's going to work for you. You know, as long as it's really, as it's genuine, you know, and it's, like, organic. You want to make sure that, you know, you're real and you're, you're doing it because you want to and not for the sake of doing it or because you're seeing other people doing it.
0: Yeah no i i hear you all right let's let's talk about this mirror campaign okay infinite by silencia okay uh uh, till date right now it's december 27th 402 pm pacific time you have raised 8.39 eth on mirror funding goals 15 eth that converts to right now uh 33k with a max or with a goal of 60k congrats first of all that's no joke Right. I know, I know like numbers can be desensitized in crypto and like thirty K is not a lot, but that's a lot of money. So congrats on that for starters.
1: And thank you for being a part of it, man. I told you before, but like I didn't know (laughs) I didn't know Adam before I launched the crowdfund. I think I was following him and just kind of paying attention. But like, you know, that's that's another thing I like about the space. It's just like everyone's like genuinely involved and they want to see where this can go. So thank you.
0: Yeah, dude, I, I, I back things and support things that excite me in that uh, I'm like, I'm like the guy on the side and like cheering for you right now, you know, like, let's go, let's go. <laughs> but I, I want to talk more about this. All right. I, I want to talk about yeah. this and what you're trying to achieve here, because what this will essentially do, uh, this will give you two social tokens now to your name, right. which for new creators, for new people and existing creators, it'd be like, wait, he has two different tokens. What right. does one, what does one do? What does the other do? but before we get into that cuz i think that's an important piece what yep. is infinite what are you trying to achieve why did you issue this walk me through that
1: yeah so kind of going back to what i said earlier how you know i kind of locked myself in summer and, and decided to work on my next album so like usually when i'm making an album like throughout the process i'm also coming up with like how am i going to put this out to the world how am i going to brand it the aesthetic the the cover art the music videos that that's all running through my head as i create so I had the idea for, like, maybe since last year, I had an idea of, like, okay, I want to put out an album, but as a series of singles with NFTs and focus a lot on the artwork side of it. So, like, whether it's, like, the the cover art or, like, the motion art or how we're going to actually put it out, like, I wanted to work with a, a variety of different, like, artists and and not just musicians, but, like, also, like, the digital artists and motion directors and things like that to, come up with the idea. And, and the idea is that for the entire album and all the songs to lead into this showcase where it's like, it's a live performance showcase, but it's also going to be like a stat, like a exhibition style where, you know, the NFTs are going to be displayed in real time and people can kind of experience both sides. So the music through the performance, but also like the NFTs and what we're doing through, you know, the, the actual art being displayed. And
0: yeah.
1: I want to try to make it like an installation, you know, something immersive where people can be part of it. So that idea has been in my head for a long time. So I said, okay, now's the time to do it. I feel ready. And, and that's kind of where the inspiration behind infinite, you know, started.
0: Got it. Got it. So how has it been so far? So how long, how long has the campaign been out for? Uh, what has the feedback been? Uh, have you made changes since you launched? Walk me through that yeah. process.
1: It's been awesome, man. I, I I came in with no expectations. Like I told myself, like, <laughs> if the crowdfund is not a success, like infinite's still going to come out. Like, yeah. obviously i had to like self fund and like really hustle to get it i'm I'm still gonna do all of that but like you know i was already kind of thinking like okay what's gonna happen if, it, if it's not a success so so far we i think i launched it i want to say second week of december first week we raised mm-hmm. seven each. so now i'm right. like okay this is getting real and i'm not taking it lightly because it's something i've been wanting to do for some time and i know i know where i can deliver you know and that's that's another reason like it's it's if you notice it's like it may be a lot at first, but I've never told my story, you know, in this detail. And, you know, kind of, I added a little bit of everything that I've been wanting to do over the years, if I had the opportunity. The difference is, if I would have pitched this to a label, they would have been like, eh, you know, like, we want to move faster than this. We want to put out some singles with remixes, collaborations, put out the album, do a couple shows, see what happens and then move on, you know, but like, this one's a little more like, you know, I'm taking my time and I'm going to put a lot of effort into like, the entire like experience. So, it's been great, the support.
0: Do you, has been think, everything. do you think labels will start valuing this creative and hustle process more than the current uh, process that they look for in an emerging artist? Do you think at some point buying into the assets of creators will likely become a thing? And like people like you that. will actually be the target for like investment, uh, collaboration, right? building around, et cetera, and using all the resources to do so? Do, do you see a world yeah. where that happens?
1: I, th- I think it could happen, um, especially to the second part of like, I don't, I don't know if they're going to use this strategy for their releases just because they move at a different pace. Um, but I, I think they're, they're going to be looking into different ways of like engaging or community building for an artist as opposed to saying like, hey, put the album out and like, you know, we'll spend this much on marketing and push it out and yeah. see what happens. Get a return on our, our, you know, ROI on it. You know, like that's kind of like the, the, the main, you know, <laughs> Thing you know, there's no like, you know, putting out multiple singles, doing this big exhibition, you know, performance showcase. They do similar things like a release party, stuff like that. But I, I kind of want to make it more immersive, and and obviously, you know, putting out the NFTs, integrating the tokens within the entire experience yeah. is all, you yeah. know, that adds to it.
0: Got it. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I don't know. I, I asked you that question because so when I had blockchain bread on, when I had Latash on, uh, yeah. and I think also an episode that's going to be released soon with uh, with M. Shadows from Avenged Sevenfold, we talked about this concept of record labels becoming and transitioning into creative hedge funds. And yeah. as more and more independent, like the thesis is that as more and more independent artists transition into Web3, whatever that means, yeah. um, and whether they be independent or dependent, now going independent, right? Like we see like with Disclosure, um, they're going to be basically purchasing the assets the social tokens the nfts of these musicians of these creators as a way to kind of they'll realize that actually creators won't be musicians won't be accepting these like crazy contracts you know right, right. and they'll have to start like buying into the work of the creator rather than owning the person as the creator right, right? right. so i guess that's where that comes from like do you think like yeah. to play on that thought to play on that answer right now that you have more context do you think it might emerge and evolve into that
1: I think I, I shared it today with a few people. There's an article, um, and it's like labels are turning into VCs, even if yeah. they don't want to. So like the, the, back then, it was like you know labels are basically you know big banks. You know they're too big to fail. Mm-hmm. And now the idea is like they they're transitioning into VCs because there's so many platforms available for independent artists that over time, indie artists whether they web three or not, they're gonna transition into a different like they have a different mental model. There's different. Yeah. Men- like, you can distribute on your own and get 100% of that revenue, and then you can delegate and basically find the team or the people you need to get to the next level without having to sign your rights away, you know? You can still partner up, do joint ventures, profit splits, and things like that. But, you know, I, I think there's a lot of platforms that you can use to your advantage and, and not have to give your rights away, you know? And I think they know that, you know? They, they're yeah. not really dumb, so... But I can see that, you know, that would be interesting. I I've thought about it a lot. I'm like, what if someone what if a label came in and you know with a anonymous address and just started buying a ton of like NFTs, you know, like
0: <laughs> legit. I wonder yeah, if it's I probably even it's happening, happening right now, likely.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably happening. I thought about that a lot, you know. So who knows?
0: <laughs> interesting. Yeah, we'll we'll see. So let's talk about this concept of like two social tokens, okay? Infinite, yeah. um with an X, okay. And then there's also the one on rally, okay. How do you think about the two how do you think about community do they do you think about community building the same way for both tokens? how do you think about value accru- accruation like it's probably not even a word value accrual excuse me yeah, yeah. Um, I got what you. like you know what I mean like because yeah. one is already hard enough two right. is like two is like a whole other game how do you how do you right. think about that
1: yeah so I, I got great feedback. Um, I got suggestions some people were kind of saying like hey w- would this fragment your community? And I started thinking to myself, my community is still early, it's still young to what I'm doing, so I can explore. So I, I kind of look at it like Eki's is like creator-centric or, you know, Excelencia is the artist. And then the Infinite Token is like a project-centric token. So it's based around the album. In the same way that, like, if you if you sign with a label, you have the artist, but then you have, you know, the album. It's its own thing. It's its own world. It's its own spreadsheet. Like, and, and they don't necessarily abandon it for the artist or abandon that first album, you know, when they release a second one. So I'm kind of thinking of infinite like that, like infinite is the album token that represents those assets, whether it's the NFTs or the songs themselves. And over time, you know, I can imagine, for example, like whether we, we add liquidity to infinite based off of like future earnings or revenue or royalties, whatever it may be. Once we get there, if we get there, Uh, infinite could be that like, it's almost like the asset, right? The catalog of infinite lives within this infinite token, which could also be used for like governance and things like that to see like, where else can we, we take the album, you know? So I see like best of both worlds. Like I can explore on a side chain so I can transition like, um, you know, super fans to a familiar experience, but then I can do stuff on mainnet that I'm unable to do on, on rally, for example, which Mm -hmm. is like these platforms that are specific to music, like catalog and sound and like, mint songs and things like that i can now you know focus on those but you know Eki, i'm not abandoning Eki's. it's like that's the creator token and i'm seeing infinite as an album token which i don't think no one has really done so i'm not saying it's going to be easy or you know anything like that but i think that like my conviction is there right like I i believe that it can work you know it's its own thing and the idea is to kind of you know see if integrating it see where i can take it over time
0: yeah makes uh makes a lot of sense. How do you think about the concept of ownership when it comes to these two tokens? Right? I know you talked about royalties if and when it happens. Right. But beyond royalties, beyond beyond like anything that's like verifiably I guess on-chain or like digitally tracked, what about like concerts? What about merch? What yeah. about what about all these other kind of components that equate to an artist, to a to an experience, right. etc.?
1: Yeah, I thought about that too. Like again it goes to show like uh let's say, you know, Infinite we're, you know, four, six months in, you know, the songs are doing well, Mm -hmm. I'm getting showcases and things like that. If it eventually leads into a tour, like, I think that would be amazing to to grab some of that touring income and say like, hey, I can redistribute this back to, you know, the backers of Infinite, right? And like, I kind of mentioned, like, Infinite is its own, like, spreadsheet, right? Literally, it's its own ledger contract. And I can see that over time, like, you know, we're two, imagine we're two years in and Infinite, you know, is still generating, whether it's through NFT sales or, I'm still touring based on those songs and things like that. Like, you know, I know it's a lot in terms of like accounting and kind of keeping track and like all of that, but I can see a world where that could actually work and infinite could be, you know, its own like album. And if I do, you know, a second album, it could live on that same contract, or I can explore, you know, another token that represents that album, that album as an asset.
0: Got it. Yeah. Again,
1: it's early. These are just thoughts that I've that I've had in terms of yeah. how I use both.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. You know, now that you're kind of like experimenting uh, on this front, and you're experiencing, you're experimenting with music NFTs, different social tokens. What do you think 2022 looks like?
1: Man, I I think about it a lot. Um, you know, I I want to see where music NFTs really go because I, I see a lot of people kind of making their predictions as to, you know, what's going to happen. I I kind of want to, I kind of want to say I think it's going to take much more like education and onboarding as to why should I do this and why do I need to do this for certain artists I think certain artists like it clicked right away um I think that I think social tokens might come a little more out into the spotlight I think music nfts will do the same thing a lot of people are saying it'll experience something similar to digital art because like last year like around this time like there weren't like those platforms we talked about where they focused on like music as as an nft so it'll be interesting to see where it goes uh, from here, you know, mm-hmm. like, is, is it going to continue to grow? Is it going to find its place? Is it going to be more niche or, you know, what's, what's going to happen? Right. Cause like you have OpenSea, but I mean, that's, you know, it's a marketplace where so you've got a ton of like different, you know, NFTs on there. Whereas these mm-hmm. specific, you know, hyper-focused platforms, like you can kind of tell, okay, I see what's happening. Like you can actually really feel what's happening within it. So, I'm yeah. interested to see where music NFTs are going and social tokens as the market overall. I'm not sure, you know, where we're headed, but it's an interesting, you know, it's an interesting time to be honest. Like I'm excited to see where we go from here.
0: Yeah. What do you, what do you think is kind of next for infinite? Right. So let's say we hit this funding goal or near the funding yeah. goal or even go over. Okay. What's the like, the next step? Step, step two. Okay. Step one was issuing the campaign. Step two, what does that look like? What does that feel like? And talk to me about like step two through 10. That's an okay. arbitrary number as well. Right. That's more yeah. of like me saying like the future of right. what you're building. Right.
1: Yeah. So I'm, I'm taking what I've done in the past, but like, I'm basically like leveling it up so I can see like, for example, the first single is ready to go, or I would say like the first six singles are ready to go. Um, I think it's about, you know, kind of building the, the structure for it. So, you know, really finding the remaining collaborators, the artists. Um, and I, I want to collaborate with more, you know, music, what, like Web3 musicians and, and artists, you know, like that's a big deal. Like I, I got a song with Harrison first, for example, I think it would be perfect for Infinite. Like he has own yeah. social token. I have one. It's that's just, epic. You know, it just makes sense. And I'm sure we can just go crazy with like ideas and things we can do. So I, I want to do the same with like a lot of other artists. Like that's something that I'm I'm super open to. But yeah, like you know, I want to put out the singles. Like, I want to come out strong. You know, I that's why I didn't want to do, like, an EP or something because I, I'm thinking this could end up becoming a bigger thing. I kind of want to, like, build more momentum and anticipation before I put out an album. So, you know, what I'm hoping for is for, like, put out all these singles, continue doing what I'm doing in terms of, like, engagement and community building and everything leading to that showcase. I think that showcase is going to be, like, the most important thing I've done in my career, you know? So, and it's an idea I've had for a long time. So the idea is for everything to lead into that big moment. And I think from there, it, you know, it's it's off to the races, to be honest. So that's that's how I feel about it. But I'm ready to go. Like, I have the music. I'm, I'm doing, like, perks and rewards in real time. Like, I did something where, like, I showed the first preview once we hit 7 ETH. Yeah. And that was token gated. So I'm planning on doing a few more things in real time as you know the the crowdfund keeps going and then obviously once the releases keep coming out you know i'm going to keep exploring you know whether it's different platforms or collaborations and like i've even thought about putting out more music than i Mm. basically said that's why i didn't have a track list because i'm like this again infinite like this can go on Mm -hmm. but i wanted to lead to that big moment eventually i think that would be like the smart thing to do that way there's a little closure there, you
0: know. Like, <laughs> I love it, dude. I love to hear it. Look, man, I'm rooting for you. A lot of people uh, yeah. online are rooting for you, whether with their pockets or with their followers or with their listeners. Or we're here for you. We're here to support you. I'm excited for you, dude. Before I let you go, where can we find you? Where can we find the campaign? I'll also link you in the show notes. But give us give us the spiel. Yeah. Chill yourself before I kind of let you go.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm um, Excellencia on every platform with an X. On Twitter, you'll find the Mirror Crowdfund. It's it's pinned on there, so you can check it out. DMs are open if you have any questions or feedback, anything. I'm open to that. And yeah, excellency on Spotify, Instagram, and you can basically find. I'm I'm mainly active on 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 Twitter and of course Discord. So, and as always, DMs are open.
0: I love it, man. Best of luck. We'll do this you again soon. Thank, Thank you.
1: you. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me.